What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Top 5 at 5 with your host, Johnny Quest. Today is Thursday, March 12th. Here's what you missed while you were out busy doing you. Well, I'm sure we'll never forget 2020. So much has already happened this year. From the World War III memes after the Iranian airstrikes, Kobe Bryant's tragic passing earlier this year, and then there's the pandemic that shut down the world. In just the past 24 to 36 hours, we've had major cancellations. And I'm not talking about vacations. E3, the largest gaming show in the world, canceled. South by Southwest, canceled. NCAA basketball tournament, no spectators allowed, and they'll probably cancel the whole thing. See the Big Ten, ACC, Big 12, Pac-12, and SEC have all canceled their tourneys, so it's quite likely we'll just go mad with media hype fever instead of bracket fever. Then came the bigger news of the day. A center from the Utah Jazz basketball team thought this was no big deal, so he went around touching everything. Then he got sick. Then a teammate got sick. This caused the entire NBA season to get canceled. Who followed next? Well, Carnival's Princess Cruises canceled all cruises for the next two months. MLS killed their season. CONCACAF Champions League canceled the tournament. Champions League, done. La Liga, they killed their season. Major League Baseball, NHL, even Broadway has closed all shows until next month. Basically, anywhere where there's over a thousand people. Biden, Sanders, they canceled their campaign rallies. Last night, President Trump announced there's no more flights from most of Europe into the U.S., although they're still not sure about many of their campaign rallies that happen to typically have many attendees over 60, but I digress. Then, Mr. Rogers himself, Tom Hanks, went on Instagram last night to tell us that both he and his wife, Rita Wilson, have contracted the vid in Australia while filming a movie. A bunch of blockbuster Hollywood flicks are delaying releases too. F9, Quiet Place 2, No Time to Die. Then the stock market opened and almost immediately triggered the circuit breakers we spoke about on Monday with another day of giant losses. Looks like the whole world is going to need to take an FMLA request. I'd probably suggest postponing any plans you have for the next two to three months. And to be fair, that's what most of these places have actually done. Suspend or postpone their events indefinitely or until further notice. Can we just suspend the beer flu until further notice? I'd be very good with that. Since last year, the U.S. women's national team, you know the team that's won four World Cups, including last year's big win in France? Well, they've been arguing for a bigger share of the money pie. In fact, they want an equal share. You see, the women's team makes only a fraction of what the men earn, even though the women's team earns about a million dollars more in revenue than the men's. And the men's team didn't even qualify for the 2018 World Cup. So the women's team filed suit, and they started arguing motions this past week. And I honestly cannot believe what U.S. soccer's defense is here. I'll just read this quote from BuzzFeed News. U.S. soccer lawyers argue that under the Equal Pay Act, the job of a men's national team player carries more responsibility within U.S. soccer than the job of a woman's national team player. U.S. soccer also pointed to biological differences and indisputable science to argue that women should be paid less because the men's team requires a higher level of skill than the women's team. 
Cool. Do you think that the team could be competitive against the senior men's national team? U.S. soccer lawyer asked Carly Lloyd. I'm not sure. Shall we fight it out to see who wins and then we get paid more? (laughs) Nice. Now, U.S. soccer has offered an equal pay structure with the men's team, but that was rejected because that equal pay offer was based on a contract that the men's team made back in 2011 and the men are already renegotiating. So give up the goods already, U.S. soccer. You're making yourselves look stupid out here. In public. The jury trial starts in May. I haven't yet spent any time talking about social media giant TikTok with over 1.5 billion monthly users and over 700,000 daily users. It's a behemoth. By the way, if you have a business, you really should look at advertising to their audience. So they're owned by Chinese company ByteDance. And we all know China has a great reputation on human rights and free speech. Sarcasm. People have been quite skeptical of TikTok's actions of what's allowed on the platform. They've done some pretty dubious things, like anyone with LGBT content were somehow hidden from the main feed, supposedly to protect them from bullying or something. And researchers have found that there were fewer videos on the platform concerning coronavirus than any other platform during China's biggest outbreak times. See, Chinese law says that companies operating in the country are required to cooperate with the government. But TikTok swears up and down they've never been asked to provide data or censor their content by the government. So to combat these stories, this week they announced they're going to open up a transparency center in their offices in L.A. where they'll have outside experts oversee their operations and eventually allow the press in to also check out how they handle the giant short dance video app. Honestly, I've spent about seven minutes inside of this app in total, and while I can understand the appeal, it's just not personally my cup of tea. But I'm definitely against censorship. So hopefully, as more people join this network, their voices aren't going to be smothered by the Chinese government overlords. While everyone is now being extra clean, you filthy, filthy people, one of the precautions given to us have been about touching your face. Supposedly, people tend to touch their face about 23 times an hour. So how the hell can you stop? Well, Lifehacker has given us a couple suggestions. You can start by bringing your awareness to it. Post notes around the house or maybe change your phone wallpaper. Then change your behavior. Realize when you do certain things like resting your face in your hands or rubbing your eyes or, God forbid, biting your nails. Then replace them with another action. Or you could wear barriers. You know those glasses you usually keep hidden in your drunk drawer? Whip them out. Set up a blockage. Moisturize your face with cream so you're not scratching it as often. Or at least try. Make a damn attempt. But you'll probably have to touch your face at some point. So use a tissue or something similar. Of course, be smart. You don't need to do this if you've been home all day and haven't even left the house. But when you're out in public, stay protected, my beautiful people. Or again, at least try, damn it. This is hard for all of us. Finally, a lighter story. One that I can kind of empathize with, sort of. This show keeps me very busy. I have a day job on top of everything. I'm traveling all over. Well, not so much lately, but you get my point. So I know what it's like to forget a due date. But typically, I pay the consequence and try to never forget again. And you've probably heard bonkers stories in the past about library books being returned after decades of sitting in someone's attic. But how in the heck do you, air quote, forget 
to renew your license plate for 23 years. Well, a driver in Louisiana used that as his excuse when he was pulled over this week with license plate tags from 1997. Damn, he rode that wave hard. Quote, sorry, officer. I've been busy lately and totally forgot to renew my vehicle registration. I will take care of it as soon as I get home. He might as well have said the dog ate his renewal application. It's unlikely he actually drove this way for all this time and was probably just using a very old plate to switch out, but still, the cojones to attempt this should earn him a gold star at the top of that summit. Well, my beautiful people, that is your top five news stories of the day. I guess I picked a great time to start a news podcast, huh? Sheesh. All the news seems to have some impact from or by this COVID outbreak. Well, I'll keep trying to bring you the most succinct updates without going overboard on this beer flu shit. By the way, shout out to my boy Bad Bunny again. His album debuted at number two on the Billboard 200. That's across all genres, making it the highest ranking all Spanish language album in Billboard history, beating out some old Shakira and Ricky Martin album records. Wow. Until tomorrow, remember, stay focused, proud, and dedicated. I got you with the news.